that. She's hedging her bets. Yeah. Yeah, I got to figure out what type of podcast. She's trying is. to get into Valhalla. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that'd be crazy. Yeah. Ed would, Ed would be crazy. Yeah. If you died, you found out that it was Valhalla. Yeah. Yeah, if you just die in a street fight, and then you're like, I'm up in heaven with Vikings and shit. <laughs> like, man, I would... I think that would I, w- I would be I think I'd get used to it, but I. But do they is they just go to a big hall and like always eat and drink like they don't and like do they fight though like what's the Valhalla? I think even if they didn't fight, I think I would be very intimidated the whole time in Valhalla. <laughs> oh yeah, I'd be pissing my pants the whole time. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'd be like, I'd, like I would just be like, I don't want to cross him. I don't want to get him <laughs> upset. I'd hate to be around one Viking, let alone like a whole fucking eternity of it. That's crazy. All of them. <laughs> Yeah, all of them. (laughs) Every Viking, (laughs) every legendary murderer. (laughs) I I would get pillaged so hard (laughs) in Valhalla. Yeah, I think I'm very pillageable (laughs) in the afterlife. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, but I'm really not supposed to be here, guys. Like, you gotta get me. There's been a mistake. Yeah, no, I don't even know. I don't even know where I would start. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it, it would be so jarring to end up in Valhalla. Like, and I'm like, I'm gonna say this, and this is a joke because, like, knock on wood, I think I'd rather go to hell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Viking heaven is my hell, my personal hell. Yeah. I think it's the only heaven that I'm afraid of. <laughs> Are you guys ready to start the podcast? I think we're good. Yeah, yeah let's do it. <laughs> Two Jack Bros. Two Jack Bros. Welcome back to Two Jack Bros. And if it is your first time, welcome to you as well. Thank you for giving us a shot. I am Sydney. I am sitting next to the world champ, Ansley. Hello. And today our guest is none other than the Ben Stop. <laughs> Hello, everybody. How are you guys doing? Let's <laughs> 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 <Ben> fucking go. <laughs> Yeah, what's up, man? Now that I'm excited. Yeah, I'm excited too. I'm glad to finally have you on here. Yeah. Uh, and uh, before we get started, I have to say this: Ben Staub does one of my favorite podcasts, uh, Ayo, actually, mm-hmm. that he does with Naima Ali, where they just talk about the most ridiculous <laughs> and absurd facts that you may have never heard in your life, but they're all true, right? I yeah. don't Google them. I don't. I don't. I don't. We we try our hardest to be true. Some people correct us, but yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, all right. It's it's mostly truth. If you say it with enough conviction, it's true. Yeah. You know what I mean? That is what I can get behind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they, they have a podcast where they make shit true. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Great. yeah. Thanks for plugging. I, I, I struggle to plug my own stuff. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's uncomfortable. It is so uncomfortable. Yeah, it's, like, yeah. Yeah, it's a very uncomfortable. Even though thing. you believe in it, you're just like, uh, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, makes you feel weird. Yeah, uh, which is one of the issues that we have with Two Jack Bros, which, by the way, is about to have a name change. Mm-hmm. Whoa. We're hyping it up. Yeah. It's, uh, we're, we haven't announced it yet. We're going to do the big announcement all at once. I can, do I have my phone on me? Are you allowed to say it right now or no? Uh, I would rather show you the uh, bets. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. So you guys are spiritual. No. <laughs> no. No, we're going to Bahala. For yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're not spiritual. Yeah. It's um you know, but that I mean, but that's what that's what the podcast is. Mm-hmm. So that's why the new name is like she said it's gonna make it a lot more transparent. So yeah. New name coming. Ben approves of it. I like the name. Yeah, and mm-hmm. he's all about facts. I am. So, <laughs> it's a good name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, and Ben, uh, you already know what this podcast does, right? Yeah. You have an idea of it. Uh, so, if you are listening or watching for the first time, 
the basic premise of this podcast is to prove that you can have any type of sense of humor and still reach enlightenment or a higher consciousness. We don't know if that's true or not. Yeah, but why not? But we believe it. Yeah. And if you say it with enough confidence. <laughs> it's true. It's true. <laughs> if you make a podcast about it, it's yeah. true. <laughs> we brought on a truth expert from AO Actually yes. <laughs> to confirm that what we're doing is actually valid. <laughs> so, uh, Ben, as you know, everybody gets the same questions. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ace, uh, take it away. All right. So, Ben, what situation or event did you learn the most information from? Ooh. Um... I don't know. I think I think moving really taught me a lot in the last like two years. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. um, I was living with my family up until that the whole time. Like, I never moved out before, so this is my first time moving out. And um, I don't know. City life is different than the suburbs. I think people are more like competitive and like, and you know what I mean, aggressive here. I feel mm-hmm. like that's more like what real life is like than you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wait, wait. So did you you lived in the suburbs? Mm-hmm. Okay, and now you live in the city. Yeah. Okay. And you think people are more aggressive in the suburbs or in the city? In the city. I think, like, I think life's just more competitive in general here for some reason. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what it is. Just like the amount of people just makes people buck up or something, you know? How are you doing with that? Um, are you bucking I'm, up? I'm struggling. Yeah. I think, um, I think I was more, I think I was like less egotistical before I moved here. Oh, no. You were bucking down when you first got here? When I moved here, for sure. Yeah. 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 That's like, not good. No, that's what I've learned. You <laughs> know what I mean? Yeah. Because I think it makes people like you, but they also just don't respect you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like the more nice you are to people. Yeah. Yeah. The more you just get pushed over. Uh-huh. And I feel like I learned that here. Mm. You know what I mean? Because people just take, people take small things as disrespect here. You know what I mean? Yeah. What is the smallest thing that you can remember somebody taking as a disrespect from you? Because uh-huh. you're a nice guy. Yeah. I know Naeem, Naeem bucked up on me because I offered him a straw once. <laughs> you can't offer a black dude from the hood an option to suck. Yeah. <laughs> that is, that is, you might as well have thrown. You'd like, let's fight right now. Yeah, no, honestly. Yeah, so be, when I moved here, I, I, I was much more gay presenting. You know. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And I'm trying to tone that down. You know what I mean? Well, you only have to tone it down around naive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, Jenny, like I, I picked him up. Um, we were like going somewhere, but I had like bananas on my passenger seat. I put him in the glove box so he didn't catch me eating <laughs> bananas. <laughs> and that's not even for racial reasons. Yeah, that's no. for having something penis-like. Yeah. To eat. <laughs> yeah. But I, I eat bananas all the time. But I do it in private now. <laughs> <laughs> to lose friends yeah <laughs> yeah Mm-mm. that makes total sense yeah <laughs> so if you had to uh in in like a sentence or two uh crystallize what it is that you learn from moving to the city like how would you say that what's your tagline for that Ooh. um i don't know if i have it in one sentence i'm trying to think i don't know because the thing i do struggle with it personally because i feel like the goal in life is to be less egotistical mm-hmm. and to take yourself less seriously but i feel like that um at least in like society pushes you back and like stops you from accomplishing your goals. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? I think it does. Could you, would you mind elaborating on that? Like what it, what it is, like how society is pushing you away from being less egotistical? Like, um, I don't know. I think you just gotta be like the, you gotta be like the first one to like say what you want to do or like push like the motive forward in a situation. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Or else people just like push over you. Yeah. Or else you won't, you won't get anything. Yeah. The squeaky wheel gets the oil kind mm-hmm. of thing. Yeah, because I always try to be, like, very passive in a group and, like, 
let people let most people like be happy and stuff. And now lately, I've just trying to been like do my own thing. Yeah, you know what I mean. But other than a tagline. It doesn't have to be a tagline. I am thinking about the squeaky wheel comparison, like, and now thinking of a squeaky wheel as being egotistical. Yeah. Like that cocky squeaky wheel. Yeah. <laughs> <Shut> <laughs> <up>. <laughs> but you, you're, you're here now. You're in, you're in the city. Um, you're, you're speaking up more. Yeah. Right? So I guess. Yeah, like if shit pisses me off, I say something about it now. You know what I mean? All right. And you consider that to be more egotistical? I think so. I don't know it's not. I don't know. I feel like I struggle with um, like laying boundaries with people or like speaking up. Okay. Yeah. And I'm trying to work on it more, but I also don't want to be like, I feel like I'm, I'm learning it. And so I feel like uh, if I like, I'm, I'm trying to practice with small stuff because I feel like once like something is like a big issue to me, like I want to be too like yeah. aggro about it. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. 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 So essentially what you have learned coming into the city is that you have to at least think about boundaries yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah you're on your way yeah all right now uh if you don't mind me asking before we move on uh once you start having boundaries what do you think your first boundary is gonna be um oh i, I really want people to stop touching me <laughs> yeah. seems fair it seems very fair yeah i don't know yeah. how to do that one because like at least also that's way more in the city than in, in the suburbs is like people just put their hand their hand on your shoulder or like mm-hmm. fucking grab your neck or some shit or like pat you on the back yeah i hate it all you know what i mean <laughs> but i don't know like it also just seems crazy to just be like don't fucking touch me you know what i mean like <laughs> so i don't know drew's been telling me just to be like chill you know what i mean like sometimes you'd be like oh chill yeah you know yeah I mean? yeah i'm good make them feel gross yeah yeah, yeah. But I don't know. I haven't really worked on that one yet. Okay. <laughs> All right. So there you go. That's what he has learned. <laughs> that, has been, that has given him the most information so far in his life. Yeah. People touching him. <laughs> Unwanted touch. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Y'all, oh, have yeah. To, y'all have to let me know if I'm being confusing about this podcast. I feel like we're being like metaphysical or something. You know what I mean? I could get very confusing. You know what I mean? It's okay. I mean, I don't know if we're smart enough to ever realize. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I, I, when you showed up here, I was already confused. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Before you even got here, not even about you. It was just, I was just, I'm just confused. So me too. There you go. Yeah. Sorry guys. (laughs) This might be a confusing one. That's one thing I've been doing too, too. Cause like, um, like I feel like most people that are trying to be like tougher and shit, like they are confused about stuff, but they like, they tough it out so that nobody knows they're confused about stuff. Mm. But I feel like I, first of all, can't really do that successfully. So I'm trying to like be confident in myself and also admit that I'm confused in situations. Gotcha. You know what I mean? I don't like to admit it when he calls me out on it. Dude, it's so much more helpful if you just let that confusion out of your body <laughs> and then you can just like, okay, this is the intelligence that I have yeah, and I can approach it with this now. Like I'm not, like now that they all know that I'm dumb, I don't have to present smarter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a good feeling. Yeah, you know, it's not you're not lowering your bar. You're just putting your bar where it's supposed to be. Letting you all know, yeah, where my <laughs> yeah. bar is. Yeah, yeah. Mm. you gotta let them know. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I like I like where we're going so far. I think this is gonna be a really fun, exciting, uh, popping of chakras. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So now, Ben, as you know, we are going to open your chakras, or as we call them, popping them mm-hmm. from the bottom up. And you're probably well aware of the fact that the first chakra is called the root chakra, which mm-hmm. is located right around the butthole area. Okay. Are you okay with that? <laughs> no, pause. <laughs> Isn't that a crazy thing to consent to? Like, yeah. It's, uh, 
Yeah, even Naeem, by the way, consented to that. Yeah? Yeah. yeah that's crazy. Twice. <laughs> we had to get his consent twice. He's a spiritual person, though. Yeah, he is. Yeah. He is. Yeah, Paul's. But <laughs> All right, Ace, take it away. All right. So, Ben, how did you learn to overcome fear? Um, Doing small stuff, like, um, that stresses you out. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or, like, with, like, stand-up, um, well, I'm still pretty nervous public speaking, but when I started, I was like crazy, like shaky, nervous, kind of talk in front of people or like would be really embarrassed in front of people. So then like you would do, I would do more things that are like, would be embarrassing in a, like a small moment that'd be embarrassing mm-hmm. and then just like build up the tolerance. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. What, what is the, uh, what type of embarrassing thing? Like, uh, do? like when I started, I know like, uh, I was Can in you do the electric slide. <laughs> no. <laughs> ben, do you dance in front of black people? Uh, I try. I do try. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. So I'm learning some moves. You know? Yeah. So what is the most embarrassing thing that you've been doing recently? Um, I mean, honestly, dancing has been very embarrassing and, and good for me, you know? Okay. Yeah. 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 I've never, I also never really went out dancing before I came here. My girlfriend's like a dancer, so she's teaching me some moves, but not very many and not fast enough to go out dancing, but yeah <laughs> she's not updating your dance hard drive fast enough but i'm doing good like i'm dancing like i don't think it's good i don't think anybody enjoys it uh, <laughs> <laughs> but i am doing it very full force like at, at the point like my friend uh you know george blaha i don't know yeah but um I, 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 maybe if i saw him we went out dancing he was like you look free out there you know yeah yeah i think it's the best that's yeah. important yeah yeah i think that is the one aspect of dancing that white people do have freedom yeah they're free Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're not confined by like rhythm <laughs> <laughs> or technique. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're just moving that body. Yeah, mm-hmm. just whatever feels good. Yeah, yeah like, you're not supposed to use your arms as much. I think that's what white people do wrong. Yeah, mm. like because my impulse is to like move my yeah, hands around, yeah. but it's really supposed to be like shoulders and hips. Oh. That's what I've learned. Okay. Mm-hmm. Did somebody tell you that, or you think you picked that up from observation? Uh, my girlfriend's been working on that because she's like, you look like your cha cha, and like just move your shoulders and shit. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I see what she means. Yeah. 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 So the hands, the hands are they're activated. Yeah. It's like just it's the not, shoulders and the hips are moving. Yeah, because in my mind, dancing is moving your feet and your hands, but I don't think your hands are really the goal. I think your hands follow what your body's doing. Yeah, you're more of a Charleston okay. guy. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I even have to look that up. <laughs> like, I don't remember what the Charleston is. All right. So yeah. can you remember a time in your life, uh, Ben, where you were the most scared? Um, I mean, childhood. Um, it's not like a, a logical fear, but um, when I moved, when I was in third grade, end of third grade, we moved to Western Pennsylvania, my family. Mm-hmm. And so that was like rural country, like Amish town. But, um, and this is weird. Cause I, 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 like, I think, okay. So I was like seven years younger than like all my three older brothers. Mm-hmm. So like, I think I always took fears, um, too personally about like, oh, like I'm scared of shit, like yada, yada. But I was a child. Cause like, yeah. all my, I was comparing myself to my older brothers who weren't afraid of anything. So I, I think it made me feel bad about myself. But here's one that I was thinking about the other day. Cause, um, we moved up there and there's like all these cornfields, but I had been like so terrified of like dinosaurs from Jurassic Park and everybody's like, they're not real, yada, yada, yada. But like. There's this one scene in Jurassic Park 2 where they're in like this fields and like all the velociraptors are like chasing after them, tackling them and shit. Mm-hmm. And then we were all in the cornfields. My brothers like ran out and they were like, you got to get out. There's something in the cornfield. Ah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Bro, I was, I really had like a full on panic attack. Like I was freaking, like yeah. I was freaking, I thought I was about to get eaten. You know what I mean? That's, man. That, that is like, man, one of the sweet, sweet privileges of being an older brother. Yeah. You know exactly what the fear is yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and exactly how to make, like, you'll probably think about for the rest of your life. 
Yeah. Like every time you see a cornfield, I'm sure that it fucking kind of scares me. Yeah. Or it doesn't scare me, but it reminds me of a fear. Yeah. Just a little, little adrenaline spike. Like, Oh, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, um, there could be older brothers in there. Oh no. (laughs) (laughs) How many younger siblings do you have? I have, oh goodness gracious. Are you the oldest? No, I'm like, I I have like a, I'm I'm the, like the linchpin of a blended family. So I have, um, Michael, Darius, Derek, or the brothers that are younger than me. Okay. So you got four younger brothers. Uh, three. Michael, oh. there's Derek, and then I have a younger sister named Alicia. Okay, dang. Yeah. Yeah, I have three older brothers that are all, like, the one that's, like, youngest is seven years older than me, so they're all, like, kind of, like, close together in age, mm-hmm. and then I'm seven years younger, and then my sister is seven years younger than me. Uh. Oh, wow. So I feel like I have, like, a weird place in my family, because, like, all my older brothers were, like, crazy, getting into trouble, like, a lot of energy, and my younger sister was, like, like a young baby, so I was kind of, like, yeah. on my own a lot, you know what I mean? Yeah. Not on my own, but like figuring things out, because I also wasn't like a like a problem kid. Yeah. So I was like more quiet. I could get like away with things, but like you know what I mean. Yeah. Okay. But that's one thing like I'm trying to get over a little bit because I think I have like a younger brother mentality in life. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to overcome. Yeah. All right. You know what I mean? Because I also never really had to like decide shit for myself or like pick out my own clothes. I just get my <laughs> brother's clothes and shit, <laughs> and just do what they're doing and yeah. hang out with who they're hanging out with. Yeah. And so now I'm like on my own. All right. Well, you've come to the right place. I think Two Jack Bros is the podcast to break you out of your little brother's syndrome. Yeah. <laughs> it's a bad place to be, I think. Okay. I well, think we're a disparaged class. We'll find out. Mm-hmm. We'll find out. It might be the right place to be. You don't, we, we don't know yet until the end of this podcast. True. <laughs> <laughs> so, but also, that is a fear shock or pop. Thank you for sharing all that. Hell yeah. And uh, Ace, take it away. All right. We're to the pelvis chakra now. Uh, so, Ben, this is a segment we like to call My Bad. So, it's an opportunity for you to apologize to a person, place, or thing in order to set your karma back to neutral. We just got done doing Ben's Patreon episode, and it was an amazing time. Ben, did you have fun? I had a lot of fun. Dude, it was so fun. You had no idea this guy could be so dark. <laughs> <laughs> and $1 gets you all of our exclusive content on our Patreon, which consists of not only the counter to this podcast, which we call Two Jack Bros After Dark, for only a little bit longer until we change the name, which is going to be soon. But we also do some fight commentary and analysis on Anthony's Jiu-Jitsu matches, whether she wins or loses. We put it out there. Uh, also, check out Ben Stobbs podcast, Ayo Actually, with him and Naeem Ali, where they just talk about ridiculous facts that they look up and find, and maybe they're true. <laughs> no, they're true. They're good facts. They're, they're ridiculous, and they talk about and it's a really fun podcast. So now we're going to get back to this episode, and we're going to find out who or what Ben has to apologize to. Oh, Jesus Christ. Um, damn, who's the last person I fucked up? (laughs) (laughs) Mm. Shoot, this one's hard. Someone that I, I think I was mean to, um, my last roommate's dog too much. Ooh, what kind of dog? Uh, Great Dane. That's a risky move. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Old and old Great Dane or a, a young he was like four, but he he's like kind of confined to an apartment. Like he's, I think he's like, um, he could be more graceful or more like, you know what I mean? I feel like a great Dane should be in the wild. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Chasing down horses or something, whatever, mm-hmm. whatever yeah. great Danes do. But yeah, I don't like a uh, big animal. So I was kind of upset that he was living with me and, um, so I'd fuck with him a lot. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like we could be more friends now, but I would like tap on his head till he sneezes and shit like that. You know what I mean? 
No, <laughs> I do not know what you mean. Is that a thing with dogs or Great Danes? Like, it's a thing I, I with mean, this dog for sure. If you like, it has like a button on his head. Basically, you tap, it, it freaks him out. Did you know that going in, or did you figure that out? No, after? I fucked with him a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. Like every time I go back to the house, I'm kind of like, man, I feel bad for this dog. Yeah, like, I, I could have given him a chance. You know what I mean? Yeah, that sounds like a like a like an old car. You know, yeah. like when somebody has like an old shitty car. Yeah. And you're like, oh, you know, if you want to put the radio on, you have to put the window down. Yeah. <laughs> you know I mean? Tap three times. Yeah, tap, tap three yeah. times to turn the radio on. Yeah. Tap, how, long, how many taps did it take? <laughs> Probably like 10 or so. If you just like tap, like he like blinks a lot and then he'll sneeze. <laughs> 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 I don't know. You can always fuck with a dog. Like if, my last dog, like if he grabbed his legs, he would freak out and like try to bite you and shit. Yeah. Yeah. But I think that's wrong to do to animals, you know? Okay. <laughs> Am I freaking y'all out? My bad. You know what? This is my bad. I'm sorry for no, you. No, 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 no. I like learning new things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is that. That's very important to my life. But I feel like I'm unsettling you a little bit. I'm not unsettled. I'm just like. It's interesting. It's very, I never know. It's very interesting. And and it's like one of those things where it's uh, is he just saying this stuff with enough confidence that I'm believing? Him? <laughs> Did this really happen? Did he really tap a great Dane on the top of the head so much? <laughs> Maybe the dog is fucking with you. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Like who was getting fucked with you? Yeah. Dog sneezes right in your face every time. Yeah. Like, ah. Yeah, that's uh, that's kind of funny. Or maybe it was like a dog with a sneezing problem, and then you know Ben just had a tapping problem. <laughs> And he just merged in a way that he yeah. thought he was like, I am a god. <laughs> no, honestly, I can't really yeah. I am the beast master. <laughs> All right. Man, what was the dog's name? Gus. Gus? It's Peggy's dog. All right. Oh, okay. Well, I, I believe that. She seems like she would have a dog that works that way. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, yeah. uh, Ben, you can look into the camera right there and give Gus an apology. I'm sorry, Gus. I didn't mean it personally. It was just, you had the button, I had fingers. <laughs> 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 yeah. My bad, Gus. That was your apology. <laughs> that is a chakra popped wide open. And that's not even animal cruelty. Yeah. That's just like I like confusing animals. You know what I mean? Yes. Like uh, um like my brother has a dog that he barks like woo 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 woo, you know? Yeah. So every time I see him, I'm like woo 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 woo, you know? And what does the dog do? I don't know, I think it just confuses him. <laughs> 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 doesn't fuck with them too much but i like to like keep them on yeah, edge, like, you are know? you mocking me or calling me like, what are you doing what is happening here i'm a nice dog <laughs> why are you treating me this way <laughs> all right that's the chakra pop and, and what, what would you call that it's not animal, animal cruelty animal annoyance yeah there you go not a crime but they yeah. the animals, animal confusion <laughs> animals annoy me so i feel like i gotta do it back you know yeah but that's also one thing I'm trying to do is be nicer to people's pets. Because <laughs> I've noticed they hate it if you're mean to them. Like, like how with his, he has a, a list of a lot of things. Yeah. And each list is like, the one thing I want to do. <laughs> <laughs> like each bullet point is like, the one thing that I want to do. <laughs> I'm trying to better myself, you know. Yeah, I do. I can tell. Yeah. <laughs> I can tell. So again, that is a sacral sh- or a pelvis chakra popped. Yeah. And uh, keep it moving. All right, we're to the gut chakra now. So, Ben, how do you move past disappointment either in yourself or in loved ones? Ooh. Um, I ignore a lot of stuff. I don't really work on things that much. I, f- I feel like I work on things, like, way later. <laughs> 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 like, um, 
like I don't know if I'm disappointed in myself I make a lot of excuses but I, I feel like I know deep down that they're not like those are just fake excuses you don't <laughs> fall for them <laughs> I, I try to trick myself yeah yeah you try to confuse yourself yeah you ever tap yourself on the top of the head it's <laughs> <happens? laughs> yeah. no nah, you can lie to yourself a lot you know yeah okay yeah like um I don't know. I mean, with stand up, obviously, be like, yeah, that crowd's fucking sucked. Or like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I guess disappointed in myself. Just, yeah. I don't know. I, I get disappointed in myself if I'm um, quiet around a lot of people mm -hmm. or like nervous to talk in a group. I usually leave disappointed in myself. Or if um, oh, I don't have a girlfriend now, but back in the day, like, I'd just be too nervous to talk to girls and shit. I'd leave pretty disappointed in myself, too. Yeah. You know? Okay. Um, but how I work on that. Just, I, I shit on myself a lot. I'm like, you're a fucking idiot. You know what I mean? <laughs> you can do better. <laughs> Just be normal. You know? Dude, you, you had the mildest bully streak in you that I've ever seen yeah. in a person. What do you mean? Like, you just annoy dogs and <laughs> insult yourself. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, I think I'm very casually mean. Yeah. 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 Like, I don't ever, like, get, like, crazy angry with people, but, like, like, that's what I'm saying. I'm trying to be like more confrontational, but I'm also not like an angry or aggressive person. But like, and also a lot of comics are very like not confrontational at all. Are used to it, but like, mm -hmm. I was in a conversation with like one, like a couple comics. One showed up and he was just like, I think coked out talking way too much. And I was like, you're talking too much. Like you got to stop. You know what I mean? Yeah. And my friend was like, man, I'm just not used to confrontation. You know what I mean? Okay. But me, I'm very soft. I'm just like, yeah, you're talking a lot. You stop. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you almost say it as like a compliment, but then it's like, wait a second. Yeah. Oh, is it nice? It's like, you're talking a lot. I was like, thank you. Those are all <laughs> yeah. the words I know. <laughs> uh, okay. So I like to always ask this question in this section, which is, did you do any sort of uh, theater or like any performance art or sport where you have a disappointment that kind of lingers on your mind? Uh, with sports, I mean, my, the whole career was disappointing, you know? Okay. Yeah. So before you tell us, uh, Ansley, what sport did he play? Ooh. Um, I think I know. Well, you go baseball? first. Okay. Is that your only guess? No, because I okay. felt like there was a reaction and it was wrong. Oh, I, I was, I was purposely not, not looking at it. Okay. Okay. So I, I, keep in mind, I don't know. I'm try, I'm, I have a guess. I have two guesses. All right. I'm going to go with lacrosse now. Okay. So baseball or lacrosse, mm -hmm. right? And I'm going to say soccer or cross country. Okay. So I did, I did baseball in like, from like kid to fourth grade, mm -hmm. ass. So, so terrible. <laughs> Never did good. And then I did do cross country too. Oh, yeah. All right. Yeah. We both half nailed it. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, which, what is, is there, is there like a specific disappointment or just what um, is the disappointment? <clears throat> cross country, I wasn't disappointed in myself with because. I mean, at my very last race, I did worse than like all my other races, which was crazy, but whatever. I was getting better throughout the year, mm -hmm. so I was pretty good with that. Um, baseball, though, like, I, that's actually one thing I am just in general as a fucking 24-year-old disappointed in myself in is for not, like, sticking it through with sports or, like, mm. having a drive to get better. Because, like, if I was bad at something, I was kind of like, oh, I'm just bad at this. There's no, like, way out of this. I suck. Yada, yada. I'm just going to eat sunflower seeds and like <laughs> chill in the outfield. You know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, because all my brothers were like very, very good at athletics and shit. But like I would get hit with a baseball and then just like cry. And then like they'd be like, all right, we don't have to do this anymore. You know what I mean? <laughs> they like cancel the game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The game was cried out. <laughs> yeah. But I wish I just like stuck it through with sports and like okay. really got good at something. Yeah. Yeah. If, if you would have uh, stuck it out with a sport, what would it have been? Um. I, I wish I really wish I could have played hockey. I played like 
before I moved back to Virginia, I got to do like, it was like street hockey. So you're just on like ten, tennis shoes, but like mm-hmm. they, that was like the level before ice hockey, but I moved before that. But I think that I would have really liked ice hockey. Okay. Uh, I, I don't like to uh, challenge people's assertions on this podcast, mm-hmm. but I would also say that I think the level before ice hockey is roller hockey. Oh, true. True, true, true. But they, I think they were like graduating up to that. I forget exactly what it was, but yeah. yeah. But yeah, I, I mean, it would have been at, I would have been terrible at, at all. Okay, I was very bad at sports. And I think I don't know. I think it just took me a, a while to figure out how to like use my body. You know? No. How do you use it now? I, don't know. I mean, I think just figure out like, like um, you, as far as because what from what you just told us, you're just learning how to dance. Yeah. So you're you're in that phase now where you're learning how to use your body. Yeah, like how to like just be aware of what you're actually doing or, or some shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or like what you're doing wrong. Okay, are you clumsy? Do you bump into things? Yeah, I bump like, all the time. Yeah, I was like, like, I'm always tripping. I don't know why when he said he was learning how to use his body, I instantly looked at his knuckles, and in my mind it was like, yeah, he probably bangs his knuckles on doorways <laughs> a lot. <laughs> He's like walking through doors. <laughs> Is that a thing? Did I just make that up in my head? Do you know. do that? <laughs> <laughs> I, I hit my body. I don't know about my knuckles, but I, mean, I hit my feet all the time. <laughs> I hit my knees all the time. I always bump into people. I always cut people off when I'm walking. Okay. Like, I, I really suck physically. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, uh, Ben, is a <laughs> gut chakra popped. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> awesome. In right? uh, Ace, I-, I think we can keep it moving. Yeah. All right, let's go. We're to the heart chakra now. So, Ben, what have you learned from grief? Um, I haven't gone through a lot of grief personally. Like, not a lot of people have died in my life. Um. I mean, what do you count as grief? Just like a loved one dying? No. Uh, no. Like, what are other forms of grief? Because the only one that's like died, my like my great grandma died when I was six, but that was six, so like that was whatever. And then yeah. um, my grandpa died when I was sixteen, but he was also very mean to me my whole life, so that was like a weird situation. Okay, so we uh, any any sort of uh, hurtful loss, so a loss of a loved one to uh, death, or like a loss of a loved one to them just moving away and not being in contact with the family, a loss of a relationship, a loss of a friendship. Oh. That happens a lot. Like my brother, my older brother's friends, mm-hmm. like, cause I grew up with them. So they were always kind of like quasi older brothers to me, but now with them, like they've all had falling out. So like, there's like a lot of people I just can't reach out to really. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, how do I deal with that? Oh, and I had a, I, one of the friends died too. I don't know. I, I like to think about people that I miss a lot, you know, what I mean? or like, like, um, like I have certain things that remind me of people like my, the one friend that my older brother's older friend that died, like we had like home movies. So like I'll watch those if I miss them. And then like um, some of the brothers that I'm falling out with, they made music. So I like to listen to those songs, but like I don't reach out to them. You know what I mean? Yeah. But just something to keep their memory in your head. Okay. Yeah. Also a lot of things that you miss really, you ever, you can't really ever get again. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cause like, I feel like I miss being like in fifth grade and hanging out with like cool older brothers. You know what I mean? Like, cause yeah. that was a cool time. But now like as adults, you just have nothing in common and you're not like playing games together. You know what I mean? Yeah, that is a wild thing to transition to where, like you said, you know, you, you're in fifth grade and you're hanging out with your older brother's cool friends. And then you get to like, you know, 20 years old and now your older brother's cool friends are like, you know, in violation of child support. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you just got, like you got nothing in common. Yeah. And shit. It's like cordial and whatever. Yeah. I don't know. You really can't get like, um, what you, I feel like what people miss out of like certain individuals is just like that life life at that time mm-hmm. and you really can never get it back yeah you know what i mean and like even reaching out to them is just like useless sometimes okay so you're a reminiscer 
Yeah, I love I love reminiscing. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> cool. That's one of my favorite things to do. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Life was, it just was yeah. better. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> for sure. Yeah, I, I think. Uh, that is almost always true. Yeah. Life was better. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but sometimes I try to um, be aware of the fact that I'll miss this time in my life. Yeah. So that's maybe that's, so that's oh. like um, preempting grief. Premonition. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you like to pre-reminisce. Yeah. All right. I, yeah, I do like to pre-reminisce because that makes you grateful for, for whatever's happening. Yeah. Yeah. It, you know what yeah, I mean? It really does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, do you, so you're, you're like, sometimes when something's happening, you're like, man, this is going to be a good memory. Yeah. Honestly, it, honestly, since a child, I've been like that. And it's kind of, I think that's weird. Okay. Yeah. Like, I, like, I would like, go to like some, like, like, like some like cool beach and be like, I can't wait to tell my family about how cool this was. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But it's like, why can't <laughs> I just. family's with him at the beach. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but like, why can't I just live in the moment and like not think about like how I'm going to tell people about this moment? Okay. I think that takes you out of things. Yeah. Oh, all right. That's interesting. So you do, I mean, but then I think everybody experiences a moment in a unique way, right? So how you experience a moment might be different than how I experience a moment, but you're, you're in a moment, but you're just not in my moment at the beach. Does that make any sense? Yeah. Like we're all having individual moments together. For sure. Mm-hmm. For sure. Like, you know, I mean, I think everybody once in a while goes, oh, man, this is we're having a good time. Mm-hmm. Look yeah. at us go. I feel like I don't know if people like, you know, like it existed before, but like, like ever since that movie Inside Out came out, I feel like parents or people will be like when they're watching kids do something, you tell them they'll be like, oh, that's a core memory. And so like people yeah. reference that idea of like a core memory a mm-hmm. lot now. Yeah. People do that a lot. Yeah. Yeah. But it's nice to like realize that you're a core memory for a kid or like something you do is a core memory for them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. You know what I mean? Like, um, like, um, I don't know. Like whenever I was like teaching, I was like teaching third grade. And so like, I feel like everybody remembers their third grade teacher yeah. and that's like, in everybody's like personal lore. You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. About like when I was in school, like my teacher was like a fuck up kind of, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. that's what the, my kids are going to say. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's nice of you to give them that core memory. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's important. Yeah. But it's, it's fun to do like something crazy in class that they like think is funny and remember. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Can you, mm-hmm. rem- can, do you, do you have, can you remember uh, anything that you're like, this is going to be a core memory for these kids? Yeah. I fell over in front of them. On that, purpose? No, I like, just I just fucking fell, and I, that from that, your chair to the ground, or from um, the, I went to like just kind of dramatically sit in my rolly chair, but it just like completely swiped out, and so I just fucking fell like on my back, not on my back, like on my ass in front of everyone. bro. The class went crazy. Yeah, yeah, now they got to remember that. You when, know what I mean? When you fell, did you fall behind the desk so you like disappeared on people? No, this is in front of the classroom. Like I had my rolly chair here. I was like in front of the marker board. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just fell, bro. The class lost it. Like they were like falling out of their seats, laughing. Was this a drop the mic moment where you were like, yeah, and you try to sit down? To <laughs> right, yeah, probably, probably something like that. <laughs> like cross your arm, like sit down and cross yeah. your arms, putting your glasses. Okay, I got mm-hmm. it. Yeah, I but I, I know when that happened, I was like, they're never going to forget this. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. All right. Well, that is a heart chakra popped open. Yes. Reminiscer, premonister. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, like I think that. that's how you get rid of grief is you just got to appreciate things while they're there or they're here. For sure. Yeah. You got to prevent grief. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think this is the only one I feel like I unlocked. The other two, I feel like I didn't really unlock. You know what I mean? This yeah, one, okay. I, think, I think I got to go to this one. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, I mean, you know, after, you know, we'll have you back for your second episode and we can mm-hmm. see how that goes. Okay. You know, um, already, I'm, it's going to be great. I'm premonition on it already. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be an amazing episode. So, uh, Ace, keep it moving.
All right, we are to the throat chakra. So, Ben, what's a favorite lie that you tell or have told? Extra karmic points if it's still in rotation. (laughs) Whoa. I once told this interracial couple that I tapped the dog's head into a snake. <laughs> <laughs> um, an ongoing lie I do. I mean, lately I've learned to just tell people I've seen the movie they're talking about or like I know what song they're talking about just because I really hate those conversations. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a fucking, that's a goal. That's a time saver. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because yeah. I hate all those conversations. Like, oh, you got to see this. It's the worst the when people quote a movie and you don't know and then they like try to explain it to you. And you're like, yeah. yeah. I just act like I know. Um, Lies. I don't know. I'm, not, I'm honestly not like a huge liar. Um, I think to a fault. I think I'm supposed to lie more. You know what I mean? No. I, guess, I think you're supposed to hype yourself up. I always tell people like my, uh, my downfalls. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or like why something wasn't as cool as it really, like I, I could present it. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. I think you're supposed to lie more. Don't you? Or not? I don't know. I'm, try- <laughs> I'm, I'm personally trying to get to Valhalla. I don't know if you guys are, but I don't want to. Well, because I just feel like everybody like makes their life sound really cool, and I can't believe that it's really true, you know, unless my life is just whack. But I feel like everybody hypes up like when they're telling a story, like they're fucking cool and it, and like everything was cool and fun. Yeah, but in well, real I feel life, like, like you're a generation younger than us too, and I would say that like it, I would, I think that would be true for younger. What? Like you, like you grew up in like like Instagram and like you know mm. like all that like social yeah. media, social media like. So you're like, everybody's constructing like their life, right? Like mm-hmm. we grew up before all that stuff. So we, I don't think we're as like entrenched. In yeah. It. We kind of needed to tell things as it happened. Oh, I was keeping up the lie um, that I could change a tire and then um, with, um, to my girlfriend and then, um, then my tire went flat and then um, I had to like pull around to the place. So I pulled up like a YouTube tutorial. So I couldn't figure <laughs> it out. Like, you know what I mean? And then I got out and I was like, yeah, I don't know, I don't know fucking change your tire. Like, what are you talking about? You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. And I was pretty good up until um, the only thing I didn't know was like the jack. So you got the jack and then that one thing you have to like put in it so you can spin it like uh, efficiently. Yeah. I was doing it very like, just move it, move it. You know what I mean? It was taking forever. So she yeah. fucking caught on to that a little bit. Yeah. But I, I changed the tire. You know what I mean? Did she also have a YouTube tutorial? Like, you're not doing that. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a good feeling. Changing the tire in front of a girl. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So you lied about being able to change the tire, but nothing really happened. You ended up changing it. You just had to go watch a YouTube video. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You lie about uh, the movies, whether or not you've seen movies, and you feel like you should be lying more. Yeah, I think so. I think you're supposed to present yourself um, as, as better than you are. Okay, well, how about this? We've, we've never done this on Two Jack Bros. It's the first time for everything. What lie would you tell? To, to, like a, 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 a Ben Staub hyping lie. Something that hyped me up? Yeah. Um, I, mean, I mean, the one I would, I, I do hype up is, is that Sweet P. Whitaker was my coach. Okay. So I do hype that one up. You but know that's, what I mean? That's the truth. That is the truth. Yeah. But he wasn't a great coach. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But how is there, is there, how, so how can we sweeten the deal with, with let's, let's sweeten this uh, core memory with a little bit of a lie. How, how would we do that? Um, I could probably be like, he, like, he like took me to the side. Like it was like a really personal relationship. Um, yeah. Like we would like wake up in the morning and run together. You know what I mean? Like some stuff like that. Yeah, he saw I'm crazy with defense. He saw something in you. Yeah. He saw something with me. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah, this kid can punch. You know what I mean? Some shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's going to be the next Sweet Pea Whitaker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then I could also say that I stopped boxing when he died. But I stopped before he died, oh. which I feel honestly very personally feel bad about. Like I had just kind of quit and then he got hit by a car. Oh. 
So that was also strange. See what you did? Yeah. No, honestly, God. <laughs> did you feel like you had something to do with it? I felt weird about it. I yeah. felt, I, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I really had just quit, like, maybe a month or two before that. Like, it was fucked up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So, like, I don't know. Because that would happen. I was like, damn, I don't even go to the gym anymore. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like, I don't know. It was, it was a weird one. It was weird. Okay. But I could, I could hype that one up more. That's a good backstory. Yeah. yeah. And that would make people, like, mess with you less. For sure. Mm-hmm. So, that was. How, how do we even contextualize what the fuck just happened here? <laughs> because that, that's technically, what is technically pop, but he hasn't told the lie yet. He just developed the lie right now. Mm. That's what I'm saying. I think people like, like if someone had Supi as a coach, they'd really hype that up. Yeah. Even, cause, because it's true. So they feel like they can hype it up and like make it more than what it was. Mm-hmm. They can romantic. I feel like people romanticize their life. Mm. Whereas like, I always like want to qualify things and be like, yeah, but it wasn't really like this because he drank a lot. And like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And try to like downplay things. I think people upplay their life like all the time. Okay. Yeah. That's my personal theory. I mean, they could be telling the truth, but I don't think so. Yeah. Well, we did. We still got two lies out of him. Yeah. Lying about the movies. He lied to his girlfriend about being able to change a car tire. Like how many times did that conversation come up before it actually was time to change Oh, the tire? I used to lie to my girlfriend. Oh, how many times did it come up? Uh, Cause she, she got a flat tire and then I was like, do you have a spare? And she's like, no. And I'm like, what the fuck? Why don't you have a spare? Yada, yada. Like I was getting mad about it. Mm-hmm. Even though really I was like, thank God there's no spare. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. yeah. But um, you were spared. <laughs> yeah. But you were just about to tell us another time you. Yeah, like one thing that um, <laughs> this is kind of fucked up personally. But like we were getting together um, and she would be like worried I was like cheating on her and shit. Like I've never cheated on someone, but I didn't want to tell her that because I wanted her to keep up the illusion that um, I could be cheating on her. You know what I mean? Because mm. I feel like that means that she thinks that you're cool and good with girls, and I shouldn't be like, nah, baby, I don't get pussy like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I'm not cheating on you. Nobody will let me. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I kind of kept that one up as this, like, no, I wouldn't cheat on you. Like, you know what I mean? Like, make it personal towards the relationship instead of, like, edit fucking in general thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like, yeah. no, I'm not going to cheat on you. Yes, I am a bad boy. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I keep up a bad, bad boy, boy illusion. Ben, bad boy style. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, she doesn't realize how long it takes me to get pussy. Like, I could not cheat in a relationship because it needs, like, I need to, like, consult with my friends about, like, does this girl, does it seem like she likes me? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. she doesn't know the whole fucking tedious process. So she thinks I could just, like, if I come home late that, like, I was out with girls and it's like, that could never have happened. Yeah. <laughs> how, what was the process of you getting with her? Um, it took a couple weeks. Like, uh, like, we would just hang out a lot, and then, um, I don't know. Actually, a couple of things. I don't know. It was like it was like a couple of things that happened. Like this would this plan would be canceled, so I couldn't come here. Like yada yada, or like I tried to get back to my place. One time she was coming back to my place, and then Naeem wanted to ride home, and then like she, Naeem was gonna like stay at my place, and she was like, he can just take me home. He fucked. He he cock blocked me that night. Mm. But I don't know. It just took. It just took a while. Okay. And I had, a, and, my, and also I didn't think she liked me. And then my friend came and was like, she was talking about you. Like she likes you. Fucking make a move. You know what I mean? I was like, eh, but I don't know if she really likes me. You know what I mean? It was the process. It was the yeah. process that you go through. Yeah. It took a co- fucking a couple weeks. Yeah. And so she thinks like, if I come back 30 minutes late that I was like out with girls, I'm like, think about what happened with us. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> All right. Throat chakra popped. Yeah. We got two lies, a pre-lie. <laughs> <laughs> And then, and then another lie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A lie by omission. Also from someone who uh, doesn't lie. Yeah. No. <laughs> it was uh, pretty cool. I don't lie that much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That. Yeah. All right. Very relative. Very mm. subjective. That much. But um, Ace, keep moving. All right. We are to the third eye chakra. So we're out of the physical into the metaphysical. So 
what is something that you've always thought of as separate, but you've learned that it's really the same? Um. Whoa. Okay. Okay. This is this is abstract. Mm-hmm. Okay. Two things that I think are separate that are really the same. Um. Damn, this one's hard. What do other people say? <laughs> this one's tough. Yeah. Do you wanna? Um. Some people have said, you know, like friends and family. Like when you're younger, you know, your friends are here, your family's here, and so you get older, you realize that you kind of choose what your family is and it doesn't have to be like your blood relatives oh i think yeah one thing i'm learning is uh, oh one thing i'm learning that is the same is like uh like me and my dad you know what i mean because mm. like um or just like guys in general and my dad like i always looked at my dad as like a separate kind of character and then now so like they're going through um my parents are going through a divorce because my dad is like have, is having an affair oh wow you know what i mean yeah but like <laughs> wait how old is your dad fucking like 56 or some shit it or no he might no no no, no. that's how old my mom is he's like 64 okay yeah he's old as fuck so he finally figured out how to get other pussy yeah <laughs> <laughs> but that's been weird just to realize like oh like my dad's really just like thinking about pussy right now or, yeah. or, or like when he talks to girls like he's like trying to be the shit with them you know what i mean or like you know what i mean yeah, yeah. and that like also like when my parents got together they were like in their 20s and it was just an accident. And so like their first kid was, actually I was an accident too. Most of the kids were in accidents. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Two were planned out of the five. But like they just got together because they had sex and created a baby. Mm. But like they were both, like my dad was just some guy. Yeah. My mom was just some girl. They got a part, you know what I mean? Like yeah. just the fact that it could happen to me. You know what I mean? And then I could just all of a sudden be like wrapped up in like some suburban life, like raising kids. It's and, like your dad was a fuck boy. Your mom was a thought. They figured it out. Yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean. What do you, what do you, what did you think your dad was thinking about other than pussy? Uh, I guess just the family or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know, kids yeah. or whatever he's supposed so to did do. They, did he like wait until like your sister's just like left? Like she's just she's high seventeen school. right now, so she's still left? at home. She's still at home. Yeah, yeah. It's been strange. It's it's weird like, like when your dad's getting pussy. Yeah, you know. Yeah, <laughs> he's not really. I feel like he's not supposed to do it. But that's the thing. It's like I'm like, oh, he really is just a guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like Have he's you just met out the here. lady? Have you? No, everybody else in my family has. I haven't met her. My sister cyber bullies her. <laughs> which is so funny. <laughs> well, wait. Okay, what platform? Instagram. She has an Instagram. So my sister will message me like, you're an adulterous whore. You're like, you, you fucking, you're ugly. You know what I mean? Like stuff like that. Like on her pictures or she's DMing her? DMing her personally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my sister's funny as fuck. Yeah. Yeah. All right. She's on a war path. But yeah, I think, uh, I think realizing your family members are just people like everybody else is and that they don't hold like they like they're not tied to um being a special place in your life Mm -hmm. like that's not their point on earth or like their point in being here like i just like view it this way but it isn't really necessarily that way like we i think just kind of on accident our family's together yeah and so like i can't like rely on my dad to like do certain things that he that like i think a dad should do Mm -hmm. you know what i mean absolutely yeah i really like that answer yeah and uh, that doesn't mean that I didn't like any of your other answers. Yeah, I, that, that answer felt better than other ones. Yeah, that was, yeah. Well, it was like, you know, we get a lot of different answers for this particular section. This is a hard section for people. People, a lot of times people need an example. But so when you get a good one for this particular question, it's like, huh, man, I never thought of that. Yeah. You know, yeah. like I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Everybody in your family is just a person. Like it's like, um, 
because also my mom's been talking about like the divorce and shit and like why they got together and like um because she like, was you like talk too much mom <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah no. i let her have her moment i would i'd milk the fuck out of a divorce if it was happening to me i'd be, uh, I'd be yeah. making everything about it but um yeah like she was 21 and like my dad was 26 and and like they only got together because my my dad let her throw a party at uh, his house, mm-hmm. and so like when you're a kid, you're like, oh, it's like a like a that's not a crazy age gap, and like that's just normal and stuff. But like now as an adult, it's like, oh, my dad was kind of creepy, yeah, <laughs> for just letting some random twenty one year old throw a party at his house just so he could try to fuck, like you know what I mean? Yeah. But that's like so clearly what happened. Yeah. That I'm like, oh, these are just fucking in like these are like my friends. Yeah. That yeah. just happen to have a baby and then they decided to keep it and raise a family. Instead of like my family like came together, planned on everything, decided to raise people a certain way. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. They I'm were, just here accidentally. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 <laughs> so I yeah. can't really get mad if everything's like chaotic. Yeah. It's totally fair. Yeah. They were just kicking it. Best they could. Yeah. Your dad's just trying to get pussy. Yeah. <laughs> and your mom was just trying to ha- organize a party. Yeah. yeah. Women love organizing. Yeah. <laughs> No, I love getting pussy. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. So like, I I really could have an accidental baby at like any age, and so yeah. then like my life would just become what my dad's life is. Mm-hmm. You know, instead of like looking at him as like a different figure, it's just, like it really just could be me. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's that's I think that's healthy. Yeah, yeah. I think it's good. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad I'm realizing everything. Yeah, and that absolutely that is a third eye chakra popped. Yes, I'm loving it. Yeah, yeah. Ace. That was my third eye. Mm-hmm. That was your third eye. Cool. Yeah. Ace, keep moving. Is that the last chakra? That's our no, sixth we're, chakra? We're, yeah, that was the sixth. We're moving on to the last chakra now. The crown Ooh. chakra. Yeah, this is, this is the one that like really tunes the body to enlightenment. Like we, we've, we've kind of got you on the precipice, mm-hmm. and this, this one takes you there. Ooh. All right, so it's a two-part question. What is one thing you can't give up and why, and what would giving it up mean? Ooh. Um, hmm. Damn, one thing I can't give up. Damn, I don't know. Let me think. This this is hard. I feel like I should have. I feel like I should have like pre pre wrote this question or uh, <laughs> pre answered this question. Something I can't give up. I can't give up vaping right now, but that's not spiritual. Um, it doesn't have to be spiritual. It just has yeah. to be uh, specific to you. Like you know, what is what is what is something that you're really sh- you you personally can't give up right now. Hmm. I think I can't give up on living by myself. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think I got to continue. Even if like I'm struggling financially or something, I think I got to keep doing that. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like no roommates or nothing? Or you mean like don't like I, I live with a roommates, but yeah, I can't move back with my family. Yeah. Like most of my older brothers like move back with my family at a certain age. Yeah. And that's one thing I'm trying not to do completely like for the rest of my life. Yeah. You know okay. what I mean? And now what would that mean to you? If I move back? Yeah. I feel like it means I failed. Mm. You know? Mm. I failed at like being an individual mm. or like going on to the, I feel, you know what I mean? I think I'm supposed to like go out and start my own life now, like away from everybody. Yeah. Yeah. That's how I'm feeling personally. Okay. And do, so do, do you think, could you, uh, could you put yourself in a, in a mind space where you were living at home, even if you were feeling like a failure initially, like what, how could you overcome that feeling of, failure while still living at home um or back with your family rather yeah i mean i'm sure i could like i could make myself feel better a lot you know what i mean <laughs> just lie to yourself yeah a lot of myself <laughs> you're like th- this happened to everybody like it's nothing wrong with me yeah you know what i mean but no i don't think i'll feel good about myself if, my, if i'm living like with my parents or like you know what i mean 
or like I feel like I'll have failed like with my goals. Also, um, I mean, stand up. I feel like if I quit, I'm a failure. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Even though you want to quit a lot, you for know? sure. Yeah, that's one thing that I feel like. I mean, that's I just I feel like everybody that comes on the podcast is a comic, so they want to say that. But I feel like I would like very feel very down on myself if I quit that. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But part of me wants to quit sometimes. For sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So moving back home with your family and quitting stand up. Now, could you envision a world where you move back with your family and then stand up was able to take off because you have like less responsibilities in other places and you can focus more on stand up? Yeah. Um, I don't know. Cause I, I do think about stuff like that. Um, cause I am trying to be more like individually responsible, but that does take away from like most comics are like very immature and like partying all the time. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that does lead its way to doing like, that is a funnier route in life to take. You know yeah. what I mean? Than like doing a nine to five and like coming in, coming home early and stuff like that. But, um, yeah, I don't, I could, I could see doing that, but also they live in Virginia beach. Like I really want to work for stand up. Well, especially if you're trying to do stand up in Philly. Yeah. <laughs> but there's probably a scene down there. Virginia beach. Yeah. No. Okay. It's, it, there's a scene, but it's just ass. Yeah. Yeah. And you can't really, there's no like upward mobility. I don't know if there's much upward mobility in Philly, but I feel like there is. Okay. You know what I mean? No. I mean, everybody <laughs> talks about like moving to like, New York or like Austin or something. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. No one really talks about moving to Philly, but I feel like Philly has something. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Shout out Philly. Mm-hmm. I think the Philly comedy scene is pretty spot on. I love the Philly comedy scene. Yeah. But nobody talks about moving here. Like For on sure. podcasts, you know? I don't. I don't think I listen to enough podcasts with people talking about moving to places for comedy, but... Because you said it with so much confidence, Ben, I'm going to have to believe you. That's <laughs> a fact. Yes, sir. Yeah. That's a fact. And also, Ben, we, we did it. How yeah. do you feel, man? I feel, I feel good. Um, I don't know. I feel like um, I don't remember a lot that I said. So I feel like if I watch this, I'll feel better. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, feel yeah. like, I feel like there's something to teach myself here that I said, but I don't remember everything. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely watch it so you can reminisce. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really, life was good back then. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, remember? Remember, remember <laughs> back then when we started this podcast? It was, uh, so yeah, so uh, now we're going to hop into the Patreon. I didn't even ask you if you had time to stick around for the Patreon. Yeah, I can do the Patreon. Okay, what time is it? Um, it is 8-11. Okay. Can I um, send a text message? Absolutely. And, How long uh, while, is the Patreon? Is that an hour as well? Uh, it's a little bit shorter. Like 45? I would say that. Okay, okay. Yeah. So uh, as he's sending the text message, I want to remind you guys that our Patreon, $1 gets you all of our exclusive content, which not only includes the counter to this podcast, which we call Two Jack Bros After Dark, where we're going to enlighten Ben Staub's shadow self, but we also do some fight commentary and analysis on Ansley's jiu-jitsu matches, whether she wins or loses, we put it up there. You're fighting soon? Oh, sorry. No, she's not fighting soon, but once she does fight, you know, we, we do a little fight commentary and analysis. Oh, uh, that's it. cool. Yeah, it's yeah, fun. That's cool. We have a good time with it. And then, Buy uh, it. Yeah, and then we're also going to be having a name change coming soon, but not as important as checking out AO Actually, Ben Stobbs podcast that mm-hmm. he does with Naeem Ali. It's a very good time. It's a silly podcast, and it's a, just a great uh, way to just waste an hour. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's very fun. It's productive. You can yeah. learn something. You can be cool at a party. You know, something, you know a little factoid, you know what I mean? Absolutely. You can mm-hmm. accidentally make kids at a party. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be a good time. Sucked in suburban life. Yeah, yeah. All right. So, uh, thank you guys so much for listening. We love you guys, and we are out. Yeah. Two Jack Rose.